Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. This episode of Bluey is called Obstacle Course. Hello everyone and welcome back to Season 3, Episode 2 obstacle course how are you today tori i'm good how are you i'm very good i'm excited to talk about this episode today i'm really excited to find out what your synopsis is of this episode (laughs) because as a reminder to all of our listeners we are not doing the disney plus synopsis because it's just i mean it is what it is instead we are doing the tori synopsis and then i will say what the official bluey tv website synopsis is so how would you synopse this episode bandits old school playground antics get overshadowed by chili's coaching and bluey's hard work oh that's so good Thanks. i really love these yeah, you really wordsmith them so well So the Bluey TV website also has this as episode two, and it says mom sets up a backyard obstacle course just for fun, but dad wants to race. Now the kids are determined to win by any means necessary. Nice. Yeah. So what did you think of obstacle course? What did you think of this new bandit? Yeah. Yeah. The second episode in a row where bandit's a little ornery. Um, and I hate that word. So the fact that I use it is kind of a big deal. Um, but I de- overall takeaway from this episode, um, we need to have a long conversation about Sherbert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aussie American translation is going to be a big section in this episode. <laughs> um, when they came out with pucker powder, I was like, what is happening? But sidebar. Uh, putting that aside for now. Love this episode. Very classic mom versus dad through the children. And, uh, and a lesson is learned. So, you know, win win. I love the lesson. I love Bluey's little mantra. I'm fast, you know, like that she says and all that type of stuff. I think it's a good episode. This was kind of the first inkling where I said, okay, what's happening with Bandit? Like they're adding a new dimension to Bandit. And in season two, he had mentioned that he was being a meanie dad or that he didn't want to be a meanie dad in Burger Shop. And I remember thinking, you were like the not meaniest dad ever. Like you do whatever, like you bend over backwards and do whatever these children want. Um, and in this episode, he's just, he's he's not necessarily into what they're doing. Yeah. So I thought it was just really interesting. And it continues, like I said before, it continues to progress during, yeah. in episode, during the season. Episode one, he's like rolling his eyes when they're like saying mm-hmm. goodbye. Mm-hmm. And then this one, he's really competitive. So yeah, it's been kind of fun to see an edgier side. Yeah, for sure. All right. So folks, we're going to dive into the recap. And Tori and I are just going to chat about things that we notice or any of our own for real life moments as we go through. Let's do it. So it starts when Bandit and Bluey are playing a game of Snap which Bandit continues to win because Bluey is, quote-unquote, too slow. Have you ever played this game? I wasn't quite sure. Is it war? No. It no, felt like kind of like war. war, you don't slap it. Well, they were slapping it, right? No, this is snap. They were saying snap. Oh. But what's interesting is literally two seconds later, the other game that they call out... So what's interesting is that Chili then calls out memory snap, 
later. And I was like, wait, so this is Snap. <laughs> and then there's Memory Snap. So are they versions of the same game? But when they played it at the end, are. they played it at the end, it just looked like regular memory. Yes. Although maybe the way they stacked up the, like for me, memory is just like printed cards. Yes. They were almost like tiles that like clicked in together because it was like click, 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 click as they stacked them up maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. It's very interesting. Also where they were sitting, see where they're kind of placed like uh-huh. in the very front kind of like foyer. Yeah. And I went back and I looked and that cabinet with all of the games and stuff in it is definitely new. It was oh. not there beforehand. So they got some <laughs> new furniture and they're like hanging out. But basically, Bingo suggests that Bandit needs to let Bluey win, to which he says no way that he can't let her win because then she wouldn't get any better. And we we're like, OK, we see where you're going to go with this episode. Right. Yeah. Chili then hits that maybe he's being too competitive And then trying to make her point, she challenges him to a game of memory snap, which he refuses to play because he loses every time. (laughs) Uh, Hello, irony. Like, okay, come on. Come on. Snap! (laughs) I'm like a mongoose. (laughs) You're a goose, all right. And then did you notice the pictures on the wall in the background above them? I did not. So in the background, there's actually two family pictures up on the wall. And they're of Chili's family. One is a picture of her, her dad, her mom, and her sister, which actually comes into play later in the season. Okay. So this is the first time we've seen this. Have we met her sister? Is this new information? I can't remember. (laughs) We have not met her sister yet. You have not met her sister yet. Okay. However, you're probably thinking of Bluey's Big Play, where they name drop and they say that Chili has a sister. Okay. Yeah. It sounded familiar, but like I couldn't picture her. Yes. Okay. Because we, you have not technically, at this point, we have not technically met her yet. Thank you. And then there's another one of a dog sitting on a horse. Like a younger dog sitting on a horse. And I think it's probably just Chili. Yeah. Like riding a horse or something, which do not think about it too much. It's like the pony rides. <laughs> I started like. to and my brain was like, what? Animals animals sitting on animals. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when we get the title card and the scene shifts to the backyard where we can see this amazing obstacle course that's been set up. The girls are going through the course with Chili cheering them on when Bandit comes outside and challenges them to a race. Chili says it's just for fun, but Bandit starts to act like a chicken. What I really like in this moment is that neither Bingo or Bluey understand what Bandit is doing. I loved this so much. This was so great innocence of like childhood. Like, what is he doing? Why is he being weird? Well, I felt they like don't get the context because they've they don't know about they've like, not been bullied. They've um, not been bullied before. I feel like and their first experience is their father. <laughs> I feel like in this episode, Bandit is kind of representing old school thinking or yes. like old school. That was kind of why my synopsis, I said, like backyard or schoolyard antics. He kind of represents like, you know, oh, well, I'm beating you because that's what you got to learn. It's just like that kind of old school mentality. And so the bok, 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 like that is kind of like old school bullying. Yeah. So I loved how they kind of shamed him by just like being so confused by it. It was like, yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty awesome. I also personally, in my head, reference this to Back to the Future 
one of my favorite movie trilogies. Yeah. Because Biff is always trying to like yes. go them in. <laughs> he's always just like, oh, you're trying to be chicken or, you yeah. know, he's saying different things to try to get a response out of either Marty or his dad. So. And when Bingo is like, why would we be scared of chickens? Yeah. Like, oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah. It's so good. Chili then explains what Bandit is doing to the girls and then politely tells Bandit that everything needs to be a competition. However, the girls are super happy to just have fun until Bandit offers Sherbert to the winner, which convinces the girls to line up for a race. Like, (laughs) Bandit. (laughs) Oh my gosh, seriously. So the race starts and Bandit enthusiastically wins it and then goes inside to get his victory sherbet. Mom decides that they've had enough of dad, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> we've had enough of dad for today. And that they should go back to it being fun. However, Bluey suggests that it was fun and they want to race again so that they can beat dad. Mom suggests that beating dad isn't going to be easy, but there is one thing they can do. I want another race. Can you help me beat dad? Yeah, I want Sherbert. (sighs) Okay, he won't let you win, though. That's true. There's only one thing you can do. Cheat! Yeah! Yeah! What? No, I meant practice! (laughs) I like how the girl's reaction was like, yeah, we can cheat. (laughs) Uh, and Chili's just like, that's not at all what I was going to say. Like, the look on her face when the girls are like, yeah, we can cheat, because they, like, run off. She's just like, oh, boy. Here, <laughs> here we go. So it is round two of the obstacle course. Bluey takes off, closely followed by Bandit, who gets stuck at the chair obstacle, because, again, the girls decided to cheat, and they lowered the bar so much that Bandit cannot fit underneath. Bluey crosses the finish line to retrieve her Sherbert prize, and Bandit heads inside congratulating her on her quote-unquote win. (laughs) And if you notice here, the music changes right as Bluey is looking less than pleased by the unearned win. So they shift, they use the music, and we talked about it before. They always do such a great job with the music. But I think the thing that people always forget is the subtle shifts that they do with the music. Yeah. So if you listen, the music changes a bit, right, as Bluey's, like, realizing that, oh, this do- this win, quote-unquote win, doesn't feel good. Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to, but, like, as Bingo says, or as Bluey says, like, the sherbet doesn't taste as good anymore. Right. So mom comes over and she kind of asks Bluey what's up and then asks her if the sherbet, quote unquote, tastes sour, right? Implying that it's not as good because she didn't earn it. Bluey confirms that she wants to race dad fair and square. Meanwhile, Bingo's like, I don't know what the heck you guys are talking about. (laughs) It is sherbet. It's supposed to taste a little sour. So all of it just kind of going over Bingo's head completely. We then see Chili coaching Bluey through the various obstacles, helping her get faster as Bingo manages the stopwatch. Okay. Bingo managing the stopwatch is my favorite piece. So cute. Uh, Amazing. Mom gives Bluey all sorts of tips, like jumping versus climbing down the ladder, and then eventually introducing the as fast as a greyhound mantra that Bluey shouts over and over as she goes through the course. What are you going to be? As fast as a greyhound. Yeah, what are you going to do? I'm going to be as fast as a greyhound. 
very cute. And then we get a training montage. Second episode, second montage. Love a montage. I'm keeping track this season. (laughs) Dad comes back outside, and they're about to have round three of the obstacle course. But before they begin, Bluey apologized to Dad for cheating, and we got get the classic cheaters never prosper line from bandit but i like how he's like thrown off by bluey apologizing the look on his face is like okay why is she saying this how fast can you run as fast as a greyhound how fast are you gonna run as fast as a greyhound zero yeah, I kind of liked his whole like thrown offness on this whole part. Mm-hmm. And he was like a bit more Greyhound talk than last time, but okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a laugh out loud for me. That was so yes, funny. That was that was great. But yeah, well. he was a little like, huh, okay, some something's going on. Yeah. The race begins and Bluey is moving fast, fast like a greyhound. And you can tell all her hard work has paid off. Even Bandis notices that she has new skills as Bluey is easily beating him with bandit looking to come in to second as second place until he pulls her back right before they cross the finish line not cool bandit not cool at all not cool (laughs) we then get a what was that from chili and a you cheated from bingo who gives him a zero (laughs) and that chili moment (gasps) i was like did she almost drop an F-bomb? She <laughs> was. The look on her face, again, this is, you know, I like to pause it. And I have to pause it because I'm recapping the episode. But there was a really good chilly face. Yeah. And even Bingo's face when right after they say, what was that? And it was so slow. So she was like, what was that? And to me, it was like, what the F like yeah. it felt like she could have dropped one there. Yeah. It was so 100%. funny. Yes. Bandit apologizes and calls for a rematch. Bluey agrees, but they have to do it as a round of memory snap, snap instead. With Bluey easily beating Bandit, and we get the closing credits where Bingo's stopwatch is still showing zero. Did you see that in the credits? I like, did. Bingo comes back and is trying to do the stopwatch, and still it's it's reading zero. I know we're only on episode two, but I feel like in season three, they're doing so much more fun things with the outro because I've always loved seeing what's in the outro. And in season two, they got a little lazy and it was like <laughs> bluey dancing like eight out of ten episodes. It yeah. was like it's and it's only two episodes in, but they did really cute, fun like so for um, bedroom um, in the outro, they had the little notes sliding across, which was so cute. And this one was being with a stopwatch, which we loved. So I'm having fun with the outros in season three. Absolutely. So my favorite thing about this episode was bingo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things Bingo said, Bingo not being able to do the stopwatch, Bingo not understanding, Bingo loving the Sherbert. Yeah. Uh, so Bingo was kind of my favorite moment. Yeah, I agree. My favorite quote was, scared of chickens, yeah. <laughs> which came from Bingo. I also feel a little like they are purposely doing these things with bingo to remind us that bingo is young yeah because again the actors that 
the kid actors that voice these characters are getting older, uh-huh. right? So I feel like sometimes they're doing some of these things to re try to establish that three years have not actually gone by. Yeah. That these characters are still young. The girls are still young. Because again, we don't really, it's a big leap and assumption to make that all of this is chronological order. I definitely feel like it's more of, it jumps around at different points in times of when the girls are young. And some people have even theorized that it's, kind of like the wonder years a bit uh-huh with you know the over you know the character is saying yeah. oh this episode is called x y and z and right. that little bit of like fourth wall breaking uh-huh. so i feel like in this episode some of those moments are to help us remind us that bingo is still supposed to be probably four years old mm-hmm. max yeah. around this age but I love all of it because <laughs> I love Bingo. She's so great. The Sherbert thing was confusing. I'm sure you have notes. <laughs> <laughs> so when they first said Sherbert, of course, I assumed he meant ice cream. Yep. Because in the United States, it's a, it's not exactly ice cream, but it's a frozen treat, right? Yes. So when he walked out with like a tube of what we would call like pucker powder, I was like, what is happening? So I did Google it, and um, it's an Australian candy. Yep. Of the same name. Yeah. It's powdery and made from an icing sugar base. Yeah. So it's not, so I thought he was going in for like a, I've been running around outside and I'm hot. I'm going to go yeah. get an ice cream treat. No. Yes. No, not what was happening. I thought so too. I also thought that maybe it was one of those situations where it was just in a tube. Because you see, like... Oh, they do do tubes of sherbet, yeah. Yeah, and stuff like that, but you're right. I don't when know they, why. When they it talked looked, about it. Yeah. It looked pucker powder to me immediately. Well, and when they were talking about it being sour, I was like, what the heck? Like, yeah. what kind of sherbet are you guys eating? Like, But then it was multicolored. I was really confused. Yeah, well, and also because we live in a theme park uh, zone of the world. Yes. <laughs> um, It is a very common, like, thing that they sell in, like, the merchandise shops where it's, like, the little pucker powder stand and you get the tube and then you get to fill up what colors or flavors you want on the, like, that's kind of a popular thing that kids our age really want to buy or purchase or get. That's what my kids are always asking for. I know that. So that's also kind of probably why I recognized it so quickly because it's in our zeitgeist. Yes. But it was a good Aussie uh, translation for us. It was a new, another new Aussie thing. So we've had, again, two episodes in, two montages, and two very dizzy, different Aussie-American items. <laughs> we should add this to our season three wrap-up food idea. Oh, we should. Okay. I am going to add that to my notes section so that we can... Sherbert... But make it Australian. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to eat ice cream and be like, what's happening? <laughs> I mean, we could. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to like find I guess or I'll just get it off of Amazon or oh, something. Oh, yeah, totally. Import it. Kind of like those sprinkles, those 1000s or whatever they were we, that we put on the fairy toast. We could do a taste test where we like Ooh, have both versions. It. Oh, let's do that. <laughs> Okay, I'm writing that down. Oh, we can put sherbet on top of sherbet. <gasps> what? <laughs> now you're going crazy, Tori. You're going crazy. Yes! Dad wins! Okay, well done. Thanks. Now I might go and get my sherbet. Aw. Yeah, you do that. 
I think we've had enough dad for one morning. Uh, the other thing I had when it came to like an Australian American translation with games, because I was like, I think this game is like this game, but I've never, I've never heard of the games as they were playing them. So I was like, is this just like a made up thing or is this an Australian thing? Do you ever do obstacle courses with Hunter? My child likes to parkour everything, so I don't really have to make an obstacle course. He just kind of creates one based off of whatever's around. So I have never actually done this. Could I do this? Absolutely. But my child also goes to ninja class every single week. That gets it out of his system. Which is like an obstacle course because they have to do a bunch of different things. And this is, you know, again, for six-year-olds. But they have to climb on stuff. And generally at the class, they're using different things, not the way that they're actually meant to be used. So they use like a balance beam, but then they will also put a ladder down and then they'll have to kind of use the ladder or they'll use ropes for things, but not in the way. So he gets his fill of like obstacle course running around doing this type of thing once a week. We went to a birthday party last weekend and it was Mario themed and it was at their house and they built the cutest obstacle course. And I thought it was so smart because it's like, you know, they didn't need to pay for a bounce house. Oh. And the kids loved it. And they um, it's, it was Mario themed. So she was really clever and she put out like um, like a red tablecloth on the ground and then put stones on it. That was like the lava she took like um, oatmeal containers and covered them in green, and those were like the tubes. Oh, okay. And you like had to, you know, jump or run between the oh. tubes. So she had all these like themed, and I'm sure like Pinterest had all these amazing oh ideas God. for her, but um, like yellow plates were the coins. Oh, that's cool. That's like, a good idea. It was idea. really cute. And it was all like simple, I mean, super creative, and it took time and effort. Yeah. But like such a simple idea. The kids loved it so much, and it got them out and running around. and. Um, it was a really uh, clever obstacle course that was all set up. That's cool. I It makes so much sense with Mario, but I it's just not one of those things where my brain automatically connects the two. Yeah. But I guess if you're probably scrolling through Pinterest for Mario birthday party yeah. ideas, oh, that would be took, something that The other one they took that was really cute was they took white balloons that had helium and like a string okay. and then like staked them into the ground so the wind would make them move. So then it was like the ghosts, and she oh. drew the little ghost face on the balloon. So you had to like run so through, clever. like simple but clever. And um, they were always all Mario themed. And so then each like little section had a little sign, like avoid the Goombas or whatever it was. Um, oh but gosh. it was really clever. And, and similar to Chili, it's like that was so simple that, yeah. that what she set up, but like the kids loved it and it was imaginative. And yeah, so. Kudos, moms who make obstacle courses. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Chili just definitely gets my parenting award. Oh, yes. In this totally. Because again, bandits, like, what are you doing? You're just like the foil for like the rest of this thing. I don't, I don't even understand. I do not understand. All right. Do you have any other notes on this episode? Anything else you want to talk about? You're pretty good. You got your Sherbert. I'm your Sherbert thing out. I have to have the Sherbert conversation. I feel good about it. (laughs) All right. Well, I like our idea uh, that during the season three wrap up, we will have some Sherbert and maybe we will have Australian Sherbert on top of American Sherbert. Amazing. Oh, my God. So crazy. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Come back next week when we talk season three, episode three, Promises. Thanks.
What was that? Uh, yeah, I can't be sure. You cheated! Well, did I? Yes! Ah, who can say for sure? When the mongoose is moving at full speed, you know, it's all a bit of a blur. I think the mongoose couldn't handle losing to a child. You get zero. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please share it with your friends. Go online, rate the podcast, follow us to get the newest content drops right when they release. And of course, message us. You can find us on Instagram at forreallife period pod, or you can send us an email at forreallife period pod at gmail.com. Again, that's F-O-R-R-E-A-L. L-I-F-E period P-O-D.